been waiting on this one. This, this, I say it every damn time, every time that this is going to be a great live feed. <laughs> and I, I hope folks think the same. Now, I've, you've uh, kind of interviewed me a little bit. So now it's time to turn the tables. So uh, before I get into some housekeeping, why don't you tell people who you are while we kind of wait for some folks to come in and then we'll do another introduction here in a few minutes. Yeah, sounds good. So my name is Jason. Uh, I'm old car guy on uh, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, uh, yeah, all the above. And uh, yeah, so we just do a little bit of uh, talk about project cars, my business, used cars, and we have a lot of fun. That's for sure. Um, dude, it's so cool. Like I've, I've been following a little bit now for a while and uh, it's the stuff you do is interesting. And we're going to talk about Igor here in a little bit, but like, I mean, I want everybody to understand this dude's got a Yugo like for the channel. It's so awesome. So, all right, a little bit of housekeeping stuff here to start us off with. Um, everybody that is in the chat needs to go sub to LS Chevy rider two five four on YouTube. Uh, his goal is 10,000. It's 10 K by Christmas day. Uh, tons of LS stuff, turbo LS's, donks, box top Chevys, all that kind of stuff. Uh, super good channel. But another reason that hit me in the brain there was because you're also on your way to 10,000. Yeah, I'm pretty close. Uh, I think I'm in the 9,300 range there now. So like 600 and change to go. And look, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. How long have you been um, pushing? Like how long have you been consistent on YouTube? I started in uh, January of 2018, and I pretty well right out of the gate started doing a couple of videos a week, uh, which led into a pretty hefty schedule of uh, like three videos a week. Oh and man! I just, I just found it to be a little bit too too much, uh, too time consuming, uh, yep. and I dropped it back to two. And now, right now, I'm barely doing one. So uh, <laughs> with but this whole garage build, the business, everything, keeping keeping things pretty busy. Well, what's funny though is I think everybody kind of goes through that, obviously. But um, you know, you go from like three a week of just posting content. Doesn't matter. I'm just gonna throw this video together as fast as I can and get it out. But like once you drop, once you get overwhelmed, and then you're like, I'm gonna do less videos. They become better videos. So you may spend the same time editing and stuff, but they're a better quality video. Yeah, at some point I realized that it's not about the quantity it's about the quality and yep. i started focusing more on uh, you know better production uh better whatever it is i'm working on better camera angles maybe a little bit of trickery maybe a little bit of you know, slow mos or different stuff like that just worked into the editing that really made what i felt the videos a little more people want to watch maybe i don't know yeah anyways it seemed to work because the views started going up and uh, even though i was doing less videos uh, the better quality, I think, paid off. That's right. That's right. So um, Grant, Tommy's coming on in a little bit uh, with Straight Six Fan uh, for his YouTube channel. He'll be on a little bit. He's actually working. It's one of his first work trips out of town. So uh, all these questions I'd kind of stacked so like you guys could answer them as we move through the process. Um, I will tell everybody we'll probably circle back to some of the good ones uh, for Grant once he pops in, which may be 30 minutes. It may be an hour. It may not happen. Who knows? I don't know. He's, hopefully they are, uh, they're working hard and enjoying it. But 
Um, you guys, the reason you are both on here at the same time is because I've been on your live feed. So obviously you had to come over here. You know, I had to had to kind of beg and plead you to do that a little bit because, you you know, I didn't have to beg. You guys were like, yes, let's do it. But the uh, like you guys host a weekly live feed uh, that runs 16 weeks. Is that right? That's 18 weeks. And 18 we take weeks. Uh, we take roughly eight weeks off. So it, basically it works out so that. Uh, we could have some time off uh, at Christmas yep. as well as early spring. And uh, we break, break it up. We call them seasons so that we can do uh, 18 episodes or 18 shows, take a little break, and then start a new season. So we've been doing that for three years. Just uh, this time last week, we were doing our season six season finale. Yep. Yeah, and it was awesome. Um, I actually, for I think the episode before that, I won two awards. So we're now award-winning uh, YouTube channel. <laughs> that's right. And, and that's something that's pretty neat to, to be able to, uh, to do, you know, it's, uh, it's not always about, uh, you know, promoting yourself in, in the sense that, you know, come over to my channel and watch. Now you've got a, 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 a caveat. You can, you can call yourself something to say, oh, I'm award winning. So come yes. over and find out why I'm award winning. Uh, yes. They might come over and be disappointed. They might come over and be flattered. <laughs> they, they might have some fun. Who knows? Yeah. Hey, it, we know if they come over here, they're having fun. <laughs> and if they're not having fun, I don't care because I'm having fun. Uh, I, I want to call out CP, the tool addict. He was on last night for a quick 16. Uh, that leads right into the next thing. So quick 16 is a 16-minute, 16 16-question, 16 uh, rapid-fire setup that I'm doing. One, because I love talking to people. But then two, um, it is going to help us introduce so many more people to our followers, to to all of our fans and let you, you know, a lot of these folks, I think they're probably going to see them anyways. But CP was on last night and then Turlo's Garage is down here in the comments. He is on tomorrow night. So I will actually be live four times this week. That's the most wow. I've been ever. I think it's um <laughs> It's pretty wild. And then Justin Chestnut popping in here saying, what's up? Uh, this dude and I are doing sick week in Florida in February in a 29 model a with a, a blown small block Chevrolet going to be so much fun. I'm excited. I'm flying in, I'm co-piloting. Uh, it's going to be absolutely crazy. Uh, sounds, like, sounds like a good time. Oh yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, Patina pit stop here saying he has garage envy of you. Yeah, I just uh, I just posted uh, an update video. It went live there probably about an hour, hour and a half ago, <clears throat> and uh, we got the roof on. Uh, nice. Well, about ninety percent of it anyway. So it's really starting to come together and uh, getting really, really close to getting that thing tied in. Um, Turlo's garage just he wins the comment section right here for sure. He says, "Uh, <laughs> you're a two live crew. <laughs> That's awesome." Um. And then John Wilburn here saying, what's this all about? Dude, we're, we're talking car stuff, man. Car stuff. I hope you're ready. Um, okay. L another little housekeeping thing. If folks have been on my channel for a while, we have mainly always just posted, you know, horizontal, typical YouTube videos. Uh, I'm ready to give the Narcs card away. To do that, I need views, right? To get to a million views, we got to have views in any way we can. So I'm posting shorts like crazy. I'm going to uh, coin the phrase hashtag drop your shorts because that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm ready to give the car away. I'm going to fix it for whoever wins it, but uh, it's time to go. And we can typically on YouTube shorts see anywhere from 500 to 2000 video views per video. 
Um, and if we're trying to track or we're trying to chase some views so we can give that car away, you got to go where the views are, man. Yeah, it's probably a great segue into into talking about that one more time. We talked about it last week on the show as kind of a tips uh, or tricks as far as growing your channels. Mm-hmm. And I posted a short yesterday of a customer states, and I woke up this morning, it had like 5,800 views. Yeah. That is a, such an awesome, quick way if you do it and, and people will draw. You don't know if they're going to work. You don't know if they're going to draw in 100 yep. views or 10,000. Yep. Do them. Because yeah, it's a yeah. quick way to draw attention to your channel. Well, and here's the thing. You're probably already making videos for TikTok anyways. Just repurpose those for a little bit. The struggle I think you would have if you're adding audio to the TikTok yeah. stuff is like you're going to get so many ineligible videos on YouTube that YouTube's going to may slap your hand. I don't know. I, I don't well, know what the struggle would be from there. The, the thing that I like to do is is I like to record the video outside of whatever format you're going to do it. Yeah. And then put it into the social media. So if it's for TikTok, TikTok gets its music. If it's for YouTube, yep. you don't have to put music. Or yep. you can use YouTube's music, whatever they're, that they're allowing you to use. Yep. Yep. That's the uh, that's what we've been doing. Uh, we got Colt Beck popping in here saying, Happy Vets Day. <laughs> Bad Tree Production saying, TikTok, yuck. And then uh, Gearhead Tour, these dudes, they've been, they actually came to visit me. We did a Dragon Drive event last year in April. Uh, they came and hung out. Awesome guys. Okay, uh, let's get to it, dude. You ready? Absolutely. So, Bring it on. So here's my here's my write-up for, for Old Car Guy. Uh, follows the struggles with cars like a Yugo, selling used cars, and the install, the struggles with his install on the FI Tech kit on the square body CT, <laughs> which I think you have sorted now. Uh, I watched a video the other day, popped in, you were gone. Yep. Yeah. Almost, yep. almost got it sorted. Oh, dang it. <laughs> it's always well, something, man. It's a, it's a self inflicted problem I'm dealing I'm still dealing with. So, anyways. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, dude, let's get to it. Let's, uh, what Let has up. been, what has been your favorite project car you've had so far? Uh, favorite project car probably has to be Dale, the truck simply because of the time frame and the quality of vehicle I started with, uh, and what I've been able to do to it. So, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's great that I do have, but I'm fortunate enough to have a little bit of a disposable income to do cars like this. Uh, and I don't drive anything brand new. So, uh, being able to work on something from start to finish. You know, I bought that truck in uh, November of 2019. Boom. It's a driver every day, no matter what mm-hmm. I'm doing to it. So, And the fuel injection will only help with that. Now, you're you're in Canada. Yes. So will, will that truck get parked for the winter? Do you guys salt the roads real bad up there? Is that kind of how that works? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, where we are, uh, they salt the roads fairly heavily. We live on the coast. So uh, because we live near water, the ocean, uh, you get that freeze thaw several times mm. a season. So the, you're constantly getting the ice. Uh, so yeah, as soon as the snow flies, Dale gets parked and I'll start driving uh, blackjack. So dude, how did a how did a square body truck with the thinnest sheet metal in history l- survive up there? Where did you find that truck? <laughs> Well, the story behind that truck is uh, it was originally uh, a Springfield, Missouri built truck mm. sold in uh, New Mexico to a uh, army fellow uh, who traveled uh, everywhere for his uh, stationing and ended up in Albany, New York, uh, probably about 12 years ago. 
Gotcha. That fellow sold it to the guy I bought it from, had it for four or five years. I've had it for two years now. Uh, so it hasn't seen a lot of harsh winters. So that's awesome. the dr- dry climate down south is what kept it. That's cool, man. And like, I would think it being as north as you are up that way, like, that's kind of a cool story. It came from, you know, the you know the western side of the states you know that's a that's a big trip in that truck yeah it is and i'm not sure exactly how it got there but nevertheless i traveled to upstate new york uh two years ago when i bought it and drove it home that's awesome um we got bad tree productions here asking uh, how did you come up with the name dale truck dale the truck so dale the truck uh came up uh of course, every time I get a project vehicle, I like to give it a name, just like everybody yeah. does. And I put it out to my viewers to find a name for it. Because it's a, a Scottsdale uh, edition uh, truck, uh, it was either Scotty or Dale or something along those lines. Anyways, yeah. D- Dale was the name that kind of come out of that. And uh, we've just kind of coined the phrase Dale the truck. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. That makes sense. So let's let's back way up. I don't know how old you are, but I can tell by your rocking beard that um, were you a car guy when you were eleven? Was that I don't that wasn't a long time ago, but uh, you know I don't want to I don't want to you know put you on the spot here with age stuff. Oh, okay. So let me see. Was I a car guy back in nineteen eighty six? Yes, I was. I'm not going to give my age, but you guys can do the math. I absolutely was. I I uh, I. Always had uh, Tonkas and Dinky Toys and Hot Wheels, Matchbox, all that stuff. Even the cheap ones you bought, but you know you didn't know what brand they were. Like I had everything. Um, you know my my room was postered with Lamborghini and Samantha Fox and all these different things. So yeah, I was a car I was a car kid at a very that's early awesome. Age. That's awesome. Uh, Gary says he's never named a vehicle, dude. Come on, man. You got to name vehicle. They have to have a name because it, it brings so much. Like for us, we name everything. No matter customer projects, we're naming it. Um, just because I feel like from a branding standpoint for us, it, it helps. You know, there's so many times we pull up to a show and I'll be in the Narcs cart and somebody be like, hey, we're Stanley, you know. And so it, it we call it the old truck because that's what it's always been was the old truck. But everybody that knows that truck knows it is Stanley. So so you got to name stuff, man. You got to name stuff. Uh, and then Justin here talking about his C10, calling it the beast. Uh, it's a big block blown C10 truck. Uh, freaking amazing. It's actually been at the house uh, once and I've got a couple of videos on it. So we, we talked about your day job. Um, you obviously own a dealership. Yes. Uh, yep. You know, I, I sold cars for a long, long time. How many, I mean, like, like, what's the dealership size? Like, do you want to go into some of that? I mean, like, I don't want to ask, I don't want to go too, too deep, but you know, I got, I got nothing to hide. I mean, right now, um, of course we're in pretty trying times with the used car market, uh, with the way things are going. But, uh, on average, we would normally have, uh, you know, 20, 25, 30 cars on the lot. Yeah. Uh, we presently have eight. Uh, just wow. due to the the availability in the market, uh, you know, yeah. there's no new cars available. People aren't trading in their used ones. So, uh, but yeah, we've been doing it for 13 years. We just celebrated our 13th anniversary in, in business. Uh, we've got a brand new shop that we built back in 2013. Uh, nice. Four four bay garage, two licensed technicians, uh, and myself. We used to have a uh, cleanup guy. And we used to have a salesman too, but again, uh, last spring when the world ended, 
so to speak. Uh, we, we, uh, we, we lost a really good sales guy. And uh, we also, Junior, uh, my son, uh, was working for us full time uh, doing the detailing, which he was really good at. Uh, but now we're just kind of trying to take on that stuff ourselves because things are yeah. a little quieter. Well, and, you know, I would think eight cars on the lot, you know, you end up selling 10 or 12, 15 a month. And it, it's a constant rotation, which is great because you always have new stuff. Um, but then it also becomes a struggle as far as paying everybody and, and making sure everybody earns a living and stays busy, dude. That's that's the struggle we ran into. I had a dealership of my own in 08 and I know the struggle, man. Like it's hard You get. 10 or 12 cars and you're like twiddling your thumbs about 10 hours, 12 hours a week, you know, you're trying to find <laughs> something to do. <laughs> so yep. that's cool. It's a, uh, it's a lot different industry now than when I quit eight years ago. So. Yeah, it, it uh, sure, that's it for sure, sure is. It sure is. And like, uh, like we, we had our very best season in 2018. That was our best year ever uh, followed by 2019, which at the time was our worst. Uh, and then last year was our worst and then this past year was our worst. So uh, it's just it's slowly going downhill. And somebody asked me the, the other day, uh, you know, what do, what do you see in the future? And I, I said that if we have another year like we did last year, uh, we're going to have to find something different to do. YouTube, <laughs> because, man. YouTube. Guys, go sub to him right now. <laughs> we need some YouTube money. <laughs> hey, man, yeah. that's the way it works, dude. I, I I hear you. There was a lot of my buddies that are still in the business and, you know, they're at new car dealerships with eight new cars. Can you imagine that? Like, how, how do you, whew, that'd be, that'd be pretty brutal. <laughs> well, and like my dad's 70 years old, so mm -hmm. he's ready for retirement. He's having fun doing what he's doing, but uh, there's no fun in trying to do your, you know, do what you have to do to keep a business afloat. So, yep. um, you know, the, we've also crossed the idea of, you know, if the borders ever open, which they did this past Monday, uh, mm -hmm. that we could start traveling into the U.S. again. And maybe we start yeah. finding project vehicles for people. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, go in and see if you can find yourself an old Chevy truck, an old, uh, you know, uh, shoebox Ford, uh, yeah. Tri-5 Chevys, whatever you want to find. It doesn't matter what condition they are, as long as they're good enough, solid to be project vehicles, bring them yeah. back uh, yeah. and sell them that way. And you're not selling to people walking off the street. You're, you're advertising yourself online. So yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's awesome. Okay. Let's get back to fun stuff. So um, you obviously have, sure. you obviously have kids. Uh, you said junior all ago, any other kids? Nope. Just the one that I know of. Yep. Yeah. And is, is he as big of a car? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. For anybody watching, if you know, if you had the one night stand with, uh, with Jason, like don't reach out. Um, how about, uh, is he a car guy? Absolutely. Yeah. He's, uh, he's walking right in his father's shoes, just like I did with my father. So, uh, he's just as much as of a hot rod guy as I am. He's kind of more into the modern, uh, tuner type cars right now. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's kind of his, I don't know, I guess his cakewalk. Uh, he, he likes the older stuff. He loves driving my truck and my car. I do let him drive it once in a while. Uh, and he's actually thinking about buying himself a Panther platform. So nice. Hey, look, Panther stuff, that's the way to go. Really wrong with that. I mean, you know, two-valve mod motor stuff, man, just horsepower, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's awesome. So uh, do you want to tell everybody about Blackjack? Because it's, Absolutely. Freaking, so, it's awesome. Yeah, so Blackjack is my 03 Grand Marquis uh, that I lifted three inches and put 31-inch tires on it for a total of a five-inch lift. 
And I'm working uh, on a collaboration with another uh, YouTuber uh, or a couple of YouTubers. Um, Everything is Broken Garage out of Newfoundland uh, on doing a diesel transplant uh, into Blackjack. And uh, so that's going to be something that'll be happening in the new year. Well, probably later, uh, earlier in the spring, but uh, it is something that we're going to have fun with. And uh, not many of them have been done. So I'm hoping to kind of jump on the, uh, on the unique bandwagon for views. And hopefully that if you, if, if we could tag it, title it and thumbnail it properly, uh, that it'll be something that brings a, a lot of new people to the channel. Yeah. And how big of a lift is on that car? It's just a three inch, uh, three yeah. inch suspension lift. Yeah. That's awesome. It, uh, I think that's what we're going to do. Uh, Gary says no turbo kit. Well, that comes uh, with a diesel, right? Yeah. Yeah. You got to have turbo diesel. Like I don't even think they make NA diesels. Would you call it naturally aspirated diesel? God, can you imagine how shitty of a driver that would make? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know Mercedes did that 300 for a long time with no turbo and those things live forever, you know? But uh, well, in, yeah, in yeah. fact, in fact, that's what we're putting into it is a uh, nice. it's an OM 606 or 605. I can't remember which one it is, uh, but it is a turbo diesel uh, six cylinder. And uh, from what I understand and what research I've been doing, they tell you that those are the um, two JZ of come <laughs> of, of Cummins or not of Cummins sorry, of diesels. So yeah. we're hoping that we can uh, make some uh, horsepower with that thing. Have some fun. That's awesome. Just keep pouring fuel to it. It'll either take it or it won't. Well, <laughs> they, again, stock stock internals are capable of 600 horsepower on a stock P pump. Man, that's awesome. That is that's crazy power for for stock. You know, fueling anyways, like stock internals. Yeah, that's cool. And it's an inline setup, so that they usually live a little longer uh, than uh, than that. So, all right. So, what do you daily drive then if you have a dealership? <laughs> well, uh, in the summertime, it's Dale the truck. Um, I don't, I don't generally take anything off the lot. And in yep. the wintertime, in the wintertime, I usually do find myself a, a beater. Uh, but last year it was, uh, it was blackjack this year. Again, it'll be blackjack as my daily. That's cool. I mean, I can't think of a better daily than a Panther platform setup. Uh, so you got, you got Dale and you've got, uh, the, the, uh, blackjack any other project cars you got oh god yes uh so the the first big project i think that came to the channel uh that i started doing any work uh, uh, the amount of work to was my 79 chrysler cordoba so uh if you guys don't know what those are it was kind of the last of the b-body chrysler so b-bodies are uh chargers road runners stuff like that and uh in 79 that was the last kind of the end of them uh, I've had this car since 1995. It was kind of my first hot rod car that I ever had. And I ended up rebuilding it in 07 uh, with a new engine, new transmission. It's all pretty well, you know, looks stock, uh, but it's it's a good clean car. And uh, so that's that's one that's been uh, part of the channel and part of my life longer than I've been married. So uh, we've got that. And, and we don't have it. It's funny because we don't really have a name for that vehicle it's something that we've always just classified as the mopar for 25 years we've just called it the mopar and, and everybody nice. in town knows what the mopar is so uh then we brought then we bought grandma which is my 04 grand marquee uh again pretty much stock but we've just dressed it up to make it look 
good, make it look nice and sporty. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife daily drives that now, and it's just something that we uh, I can't get her out of. So she's happy to drive it, and I've lost it. So <laughs> nice, nice. And uh, and and most recently, there's uh, there's the Yugo. Uh, so it was a vehicle that came about. I wasn't even looking for it, but nevertheless, it just kind of fell into my lap. I bought it, and uh, we've got it running and driving now. And again, we're planning on doing an engine swap with a turbo on that at some point too. Nice. What uh, what engine are you going to put in the Yugo? Like a like a Honda setup or what? Uh, I've been on the lookout for um, a Toyota Yaris or Echo. Mm, yeah. So the uh, what do they call that? The these I don't know. One ZN or ZF or whatever they call. It. Anyways. Uh, they're, they're good little 1.5s. Uh, they can take a little bit of uh, boost, and uh, that's kind of the plan. Even even in stock form, they're like 110 horsepower or 112 horsepower. So that's automatically doubling the horsepower that's in the car now uh, at 57. So I think even if you went naturally aspirated, you could still have a lot of fun with that. Uh, yeah. But I want to buy the whole car because I want to I want to take all the suspension components and transfer them over. Uh, and make it so that I can have everything that I need, possibly even ABS brakes. Uh, what? That'd be cool to try and, and fix fig- control. And yeah, I was gonna say that the ABS probably uh, probably handles the traction control side of stuff, like by applying the the brake pressure from that way. So that'd be cool. Yeah. I'd love to. I'd love to talk that. I want to call out the car, uh, the C A R car guys, Coastal Auto Reaction for dropping the. Uh, Dropping the super chat. Appreciate that. They can't stick around. Uh, they're out hunting. <laughs> Dude, shoot something for us, man. Come on. Big elk up there. Uh, they're they're Canadian as well, right? Yep. They're on uh, the it, on the West Coast. They're, so they're over on Vancouver Island. Oh, nice. So it's daylight over there still probably. Or it's getting real close to not yeah. being daylight. <laughs> so I want to say thanks to them. I appreciate that. Yeah, all the money that's donated, I'm piling it up in uh, under my mattress, and that's what we're going to use for uh, Sick Week, which is the Dragon Drive event in uh, in February in Florida. So, so thanks to those guys. Thanks to CP the Tool Addict for dropping money earlier as well. Um, all right, where were we at? We were talking. Uh, we were talking cars, obviously, uh, project cars. Um, oh, the ABS. Sorry, because that that really intrigues yeah. me. Because um, it's funny. A, a lot of people like uh, the LS swap stuff is is a big deal, you know, and a lot of folks are scared of it because they think, oh, my gosh, all these wires. But what's funny is like it's really nothing crazy. And especially if you're going to move a lot of the suspension pieces um, from, you know, the the Yaris, let's say you move it over. Well, everything is already there. All the sensors are there, which is all that it reads anyways. Um, right. So I would think that'd be pretty easy to to wire in. It's because the car is going to think it's in a Yaris. It's not well, safe. exactly. So, like, ask yourself what is the main reason why people LS swap anything? Uh, yeah, it's 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 decent stock power, reliability, mm-hmm. and parts you can buy at a, at any GM dealer or off the shelf at a parts store. That's yep. kind of the route that I'd like to go with with the Yaris, is because, or with the. Uh, you go. With the Yugo, with the Yaris uh, uh, transplant is because those cars were known to be the worst car ever. Uh, they aren't very reliable. There's a g- lot of guys out there, though, that know them inside and out and can daily drive them and, and have no yeah. issues. But 
I want to make this car something that if I wanted to take it to an autocross and layer out, I can do that. If yeah. I want to take it on a trip, you know, 500 miles, no problem at all. Uh, yeah. So I want to make sure that no matter what the source of fun I'm looking to have, I can hop in it and go. And I think, yeah. you know, having all the modern amenities, like it doesn't even have power steering right now. So I would love to be able to, you know, have that power steering capability uh, as yeah. part of doing what we're doing. So, um, and a common bolt pattern. That's the big thing right now. It's got four, four by 98 right now. And uh, yeah, you know, there's you no the wheels car, for that. Yeah. Not really. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I, I like that. I like that thought process. Um, that's really neat. I'd like to be, I'll definitely pick your brain about that. I'm sure these folks don't care about you swapping a, a you know, 410 horsepower four cylinder into a into a Yugo. But uh, <laughs> if you guys are enjoying this conversation, hit the like button, dang it, and share it. Just share it. Take two seconds and hit the share button and share it wherever you're at Facebook, YouTube, whatever. Hit, let, let people know we're over here talking. All right. You talked earlier, uh, but it was right in the beginning. So tell people. Channel name and then where all they can find you, where all your your stuff is. Yeah, so it's a it's a pretty easy name. It's Old Car Guy. Uh, you can find me anywhere. It's basically over on uh, Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, obviously YouTube. Uh, the only thing that's different about it is just the way it's spelled. So I try to go by OCG to make it easy, uh, but it's old with an E, car with two R's. Old Car Guy. That's awesome. Um, Novataz is asking where Grant is. Grant is working. Uh, he'll be in later as soon as he can break away from eating dinner and drinking beers with uh, his coworkers. I don't know if he's drinking beers, but that's what I'd be doing. Um, and then Justin Chestnut's asking how you like the FI Tech. Uh, I like the FI Tech. Uh, granted, I did have an issue with it. Had to send it back. Uh, one of the things I did find, although you know it sucks, no matter how, no matter how much you like something if something fails and you got to send it back it puts a sour taste in your mouth but uh they're very good to deal with uh mm -hmm. i was on the phone with them a couple of different times trying to figure things out that i didn't know uh and they're very helpful so uh their their tech support is great and uh, as long as the machine keeps running uh the way it is right now uh and with the knowledge that i've learned from their tech support with certain tuning aspects of it uh i mean that thing works as better now than it ever did and uh, so far, I'm getting probably about two, two and a half more miles per gallon out of it, just based on some of the tuning aspects that I've had. That's cool. And is that truck a, a 350 700R4 setup? It is, yes. That's cool. Uh, Roy Marcos Garage saying he's popping in to support. Appreciate that. He said the beers have the beards have it tonight. <laughs> That's right. Um, I had almost debated on doing no shave November, but man, I just I couldn't make myself. That's a that's a commitment to have a beard like that, dude. Yeah, and I've, uh, I, of course, last November, you guys have all seen the video if you're part of my channel, uh, where I shaved it off and I went baby face for all of about 30 seconds and let it started growing out immediately. So uh, never, never again. That's right. Uh, Bad Tree Productions is asking, you ever make it to the strip, to the drag strip? And then uh, what's your fastest car in the stable? Uh, so the closest drag strip to me is over three hours away. So it's not like it's just a convenient thing to jump over to the drag strip. Uh, and have fun. So I Man, don't know communism up there or something, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> and uh, there is, uh, there are, there are tracks around. And uh, the idea is, is that I've never had any of my vehicles to the drag strip. So I don't know which one's the fastest. Uh, but at some point in the spring, uh, because I am going to be installing the Holly sniper, 
uh, on uh, my Cordoba. Uh, I'm going to kind of pit Dale the truck and the Cordoba against oh, cool. each other uh, in a kind of a race. Junior's going to help me out with that. And yep. we're going to com- compare the two as far as install yep. goes and then have some fun with both of them to see which one actually is the fastest. Yeah. Well, if he's watching this, hey, cut the tree on your dad. You got to get out ahead of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, I, I don't know about you guys, but, but Mexico is like very close to here. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we could hit Mexico. Yeah. Uh, anytime. And, uh, anytime. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Vino Rat Rod Builds here says, uh, just watch your shop update video. Uh, good for you. Right on. I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. And then battery saying bye, Draggy. Dude, listen, if you're street racing, it don't matter. All you got to do is win. It don't care what time is. <laughs> uh, Nova Tess says he shaved his beard, uh, shaved mine in beard solidarity. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't know. I, my kids loved it when I had a big beard, but I just, the uh, the neck part is what gets me. I can't, you know, try you got to sleep different, you know, all that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> All right, let's get back to it here. Sorry. Um, so let's let's get into YouTube a little bit because obviously that's how I know you guys. Um, when when did you start recording again? You said it earlier, but uh, yeah, uh, January of eighteen. That's right. That's right. And you were three. You were three times a week. But here's a, here's a better question. I should ask this first. Why? Why did you start recording? Well, I think I, I think it's just a similar story to what everybody else has, and you know, right now. I mean, I'm doing all these stupid projects um, anyway. Why not get it on camera? But when I first started yeah. my YouTube channel, it wasn't about my project vehicles. Uh, it was more about my business. And I thought, what a better way to promote my business than have it on YouTube and have people see things. Uh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm behind. Uh, then have, uh, you know, being able to promote my business through a YouTube channel and throw yeah. Show people the ins and outs of a used car dealership. Yeah. Well, a couple of things that didn't that that the reason why that didn't work was one, I didn't know much about YouTube, uh, so I wasn't able to draw in a crowd. Uh, and once I got going and finally found the niche that people wanted to watch, they didn't want to see anything about the business. They just wanted to see the project vehicles, uh, stuff yeah. like that. So. Yeah, Twitter's the only place that people care about building in public. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only place they care about that. Uh, and so, yes. That is probably one of the, you know, for uh, creators, it's probably one of the best reasons to start recording and start is the documentation of stuff. You know, because like you can go back 10 years from now and watch these videos, you know, we'll laugh at them at how shitty they are whenever we go back and look, because who knows what technology will be like if you're not recording in 70K in five years, there's something wrong with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, all right. So let's see. What should people expect from your channel? And you kind of answered this a little bit earlier too. Um, I don't know. I don't. I'm. I don't want to say. It, you know, I'm not funny, but it's a family friendly uh, channel. Uh, so everything that we do over there is is clean. Anybody can watch it. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be uh, talking funny. I'm not going to be making a fool of myself. I'm just going to be doing me. Uh, although my cousin Igor pops in once in a while, if you guys don't know who Igor is, then go check him out on my channel. Um, and we have, we just have a little bit of fun. So once in a while you got to liven things up and Igor was a way to do it on that particular instance. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, Hey, uh, I don't know what coastal auto reaction is talking about here, but, uh, he's saying headed out bad tree. Keep an eye out for a new automotive show featuring Canadian car guys. 
and he spelled it with a capital C-A-R. So, dude, you can't drop us and enroll like that. Like, you can't drop that that little bit of info and then leave. So, we'll be watching his channel. Everybody go watch their channel and try and figure out what they're talking about. Uh, Roy Marco here saying uh, Igor needs to make a comeback. Yep. Yeah, everybody <laughs> tells me Igor needs to make a comeback. That's awesome. That's, so uh, you won a lookalike contest with Roy Marco, right? Like you you were the Roy Marco lookalike. Is that right? Oh, no. It's the other way around, man. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. He was... <laughs> See, we were the ones hosting the show. and Oh, he looks like you. That's right. Yeah. And that's always been the joke. People call us brothers. but And the funny thing is, is he's he, he's got a brother. I think he said an older brother named Jason. Oh, I mean, but it's, coincidence? But it's not, but it's I don't me. think so. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, back to it. Back to it. Uh, how has being an automotive YouTuber changed your life? Um, like, what do you do differently than normal people? As far as being an automotive YouTuber, uh, I, I don't want to say that's changed my life. Being a YouTuber, period, uh, changes things because you're always thinking about, you know, what what can I grab? What footage... Uh, I've always got my phone on me. Yep. I've got GoPros. I've got uh, microphones and stuff like that. You're always thinking about what, you know, could this be part of the next content? Uh, so, you, like, your mind is always racing. You're always thinking of ideas that uh, might be unique enough to grow your channel uh, or to draw new new people in. And and then mm -hmm. when, you're, when you are a YouTuber, you network. So, like, pretty much everybody that's in your chat tonight, uh, I've had some sort of connection with at some point in time. Um, they watch my channel or I watch theirs or mm -hmm. vice versa, whatever. And so the networking ability allows you to get in contact with people to do things you may have never done. Yeah. Isn't that so cool? And that's what I love too, is like the reach. Everybody that's in the chat, tell us where you're from. Like, like just state or part of your state. Because what's the, it's crazy when you look back and think like, I mean, there's a ton of friends that are in here that I talk to often that uh, I will never meet in life, you know, as far as like yeah. in person and shake their hand, you know. Well, and that's just it. Like I can I can go through the list right now and I can tell you where most of these guys are from. So uh, Roy Marco is in Alberta. Uh, the car guys are in British Columbia. Uh, Novataz is in Pennsylvania. Uh, Bad Tree, I think those guys are up Minnesota way somewhere. Maybe are they? I don't know where they're from. Mm -hmm. Dakotas, maybe they can tell me. But nevertheless, like I said, everybody that's there, we've had we've had some sort of communication or something uh, along the way that uh, you know, no matter where we go, whether it's my channel over on your live stream or vice versa, these mm -hmm. people these people come out and they're a part of the community. Yeah. Iowa, there they are. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah, it's it's a great community, and I think that if uh, if more of the, uh, you know, if when you're a smaller channel, you continue on to be part of that network, uh, no matter what size you get, that's great. There's just too many guys that are part of the small YouTube automotive community that when their channel blows up, uh, they're gone. Uh, yeah, it's like they leave that community and never <clears throat> to return. And you know, no matter what size I get. Uh, my my goal is to try, always try and be a part of this community. Right. And then um, Badtree had a good question. He said, how many channels are you subscribed to? So I popped over and looked and I'm subscribed, I think, to like 580 something, 583. 
Yeah, I'm subscribed to quite a few channels. Um, in the early days, I used to watch, uh, you know, everything that came out. And today I'm lucky if I get to watch, you know, half a dozen uh, videos a week. Uh, yeah. I do, I do try. And uh, the YouTube algorithm helps me because sometimes it recommends somebody that I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, so I'll take a pop over and, and, uh, and watch a video once in a while, too. So uh, I, I don't know what the number is of the people that I'm subbed to. I'd have to go look it up. That's awesome. Um, I'm trying to make sure, like, all I'm seeing is comments from YouTube. So I want to make sure I'm not missing somebody on uh, Facebook as well. Uh, Drag Pack Merck said he's uh, from the exotic Salem Springs, Arkansas, which is funny. I don't recognize the name, so I'm going to have to uh, do some digging and figure out who that is and why we're so close. And uh, maybe I'll, I'll recognize him. We do some collaborations. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. That's the thing. Like when you're when you're in the states, no matter where you are in the states, you're not for, you're not too far from people, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Where I am on the east coast of Canada, uh, it's a small automotive community. Uh, so, like the people that you're close to are half a day's drive away. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, John Wilburn's asking says, uh, when will the sub count make being part of the community implausible? Um, and then I, I think Novatas probably answers this. He says, you can't watch everyone and still produce your own content. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, if you guys watch uh, the live stream that Grant and I do, we've had some, you know, some big name guests on there and, you know, they'll tell you the same thing. Uh, exactly what Novataz just said. It's hard to produce your own content and watch everybody else's at the same time. Yep. Right. So all like all you, what you can do, you don't necessarily have to watch everybody's uh, content to support them. Uh, sometimes yeah. it's a, it's a matter of, you know, if you're having a conversation to say, Oh, well, Novataz has this car or Gary Mathis has this car or bad tree has this car. Go mm -hmm. check them out because they might be able to help you out with something. And that's part of being supporting that community, right? Yep. Yeah. And I was thinking about this earlier because I was commenting on a bunch of D Brooks stuff because he's going to be on for a quick 16 next week. And so I was trying to get caught up on his content. And uh, and so I'm, I was like, I wish that I could – I wish YouTube was more – not forum or Facebook or social media friendly, but I wish you could kind of post some pictures in the comments and things like that, you know, because I think it would really draw out a lot more. Uh, you'd have a lot more interaction, you know, cause, uh, and we can talk about this for a second. Cause it's always interesting to me is like somebody posts a video, people are making comments and like the video original poster never comments or replies or likes or anything. Yeah. What, like one thing that I try to do is is I do try and respond to every comment. And mm -hmm. I do realize at some point that that's just impractical and, and, and unable yep. to keep up. But um, so I, I do that. But I also make sure that uh, if somebody does say something, uh, I'll say you know, or makes a comment or wants to have a chat, not to do it in the comments on a YouTube video, because that's just, again, impractical. So yep. head, head over to Facebook Messenger. Uh, through my old car guy page or go to Instagram. Uh, both of those are yeah. easy. I'm easy to get a hold of on either one of those. And that's one of the ways to make sure that people can still have that communication with you. You know, we are just people, no matter the size of the channel that you you are or not. Yeah. And there's, there's some big channels out there that will take, you know, five minutes to stop and have a chat with you. Uh, and there's yeah. some that won't give you the time of day. That's right. 
That's right. Uh, Nico, what's up, bud? He said he's in the shop doing the third trans fluid change on the bullet hole Honda. If you guys haven't listened to that story, you've got to watch. Uh, it's Nico and Jonathan Stonecipher and uh, Red Hat Scotty on a previous live feed. I think it's episode 68. It's hilarious. Like this, it's it's awesome. You'll have to go watch it. I don't want to spend a ton of time on it. Uh, but the car's been stolen. He was it like the car was in a gunfight between two dudes at a Seven Eleven. Like it, it's it's a you know four hundred dollar Honda Accord. So uh, so you, you can only imagine got got bullets down in the door. You know all this kind of stuff. So uh, Novatez says it gets hard sometimes when the comments blow up to reply to everyone. And that's true. We don't have that problem. Nobody ever comments on our stuff, but, uh, all you famous guys, y'all, y'all have comments. I can't imagine trying to keep up with a video that, you know, suddenly blows up and there's, you know, 60 or 70 comments on a video. Yeah. It'd be nice to be able to do that. Just again, it's, it's that, uh, it's that personal touch to you, to being a part of, yep. uh, the people who follow you and support you. Uh, but at some point, it's it is difficult to keep up. Yep. So uh, watch JR Go has been on the channel before, and uh, you know he's got two hundred something thousand subs, probably more now. I don't know three hundred thousand. And he said that he'll watch, he'll uh, try and be in the comments for the first hour or two after that. He's like, but then it just goes crazy, and you can't you can't keep up. So uh, John Wilburn is asking uh, if you have a couple channels, if. Uh, do you what? What are a few channels that you do watch regularly? Uh, I do watch uh, Nick's Garage. He puts out uh, a, a video every Monday, uh, and believe it or not, there's a couple of uh, there's one called uh, Victory Outdoor Services. Uh, follow from uh, where's he from? Minnesota, I believe. He's got a concrete business. Uh, I find him a very wholesome channel to watch. Uh, there's another guy, a couple of guys who do construction. Uh, I watch their channels. Uh, I used to be big on, uh, Cletus McFarlane, not saying that I'm not, and then I'm not a fan of his. Uh, but again, it's just one of those things where I, I just can't watch everything. Yep. Uh, in fact, I went so long without watching a Cletus McFarlane video, uh, that I didn't realize that he had bought that, uh, that blazer. Uh, I didn't realize he had bought the, uh, SRT 10 pickup or whatever it was, uh, and that he had gone and put the big, big blown motor in the uh, in the Elko. So, the I step away for a while and I come back and yep. you know he's he was in the middle of, of uh, the World Finals there. I watched a yep. few of those videos last this past week. So, yeah, it's yep. I, and and again, yeah, just just like Novatez says, there's a few channels yep. that I do rotate through, uh, and I try and make sure you know obviously Coastal Auto Reaction is a huge supporter. Uh, of my channel as well. So I try and yep. catch everything that he does. Uh, Grant straight six fans, same thing. Uh, you know, yep. we got that uh, uh, deal together with the, uh, with the live show. So we support each other there as well. Yeah. Um, I, I was just thinking about what Novitas was saying and it's, it's crazy. So I'll, I'll intentionally not watch somebody's channel for like two or three weeks or a month if they post weekly. And then I'll just binge whatever that build process is. Um, one car that I say all the time, and I'd love to have him on the channel, but uh, Tim Allen is building like a thirties sedan that's electric. And they've been, they've posted a weekly video update every week for three years. And so I'll, I'll not watch for three months. And then just literally every video I'll watch will be that video for, for 10 or 12 videos in a row. 
Yeah, and that's the thing. If you uh, if you've got the time, like for me, like today, obviously being it's Veterans Day for you guys, we call it Remembrance Day here in Canada. Um, you know, it's a time time to reflect. So, un- unfortunately, we did uh, we did reflect, but we spent most of the day also working on the garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, normally it would be a day to sit and relax and catch up on a few YouTube channels, just like you said, to go through binge watch something. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I'll usually, I'll usually have someone if I'm out in the shop working anyway, you know, yeah. just kind of listening to them in the background. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just having some, uh, Roy Marcos saying, what are your thoughts on memberships? Um, I, I'm working on something right now that is along those lines, but what, what's your, what's your thoughts on YouTube memberships, Patreon, you know, uh, support, you know, PayPal links in the, in the comment section. Yeah, I, I think there's. I think there's a time and a place for memberships. And I mean, obviously it's a revenue stream for a YouTube yeah. creator. Um, you know, at my point in time, you know, is it great that I can create videos and get an ad revenue from that on a monthly basis? It, well, it, it is, it sure is. And yeah. would it be awesome if I had enough uh, ad revenue that I wouldn't have to work a regular job and that I could do this? Sure. It would be, <laughs> but it's not necessarily an aspiration to do that. Um, yeah. And even when we do live streams like this, you know, receiving a super chat here and there, that's mm-hmm. great. And that's one of the reasons why Grant and I will give, uh, give, uh, you know, a, uh, not necessarily awards, but uh, give back to uh, our, our people who watch our show because, yeah. you know, we take that money, but it, it's people's hard earned money. And, yeah. you know, it's kind of them kind enough for them to give them to us. Thank you. But uh, if I really wanted to, uh, you know, turn YouTube into an ad or into a revenue stream, then yes, you can mm-hmm. focus on memberships. You could focus on Patreon. You could focus on merch, uh, as well as uh, sponsorship deals. There's there's all kinds of room to make money. You look at all these channels that that are unmonetized because of the content they have, mm-hmm. right? Um, big channels, Demolition Ranch, because he's using guns. A lot of his stuff is unmonetized. Yeah. So he's got sponsorship deals. He's got people giving him stuff. He's got, you know, uh, memberships and he's got a huge, huge, huge merch store uh, that he does for other YouTube channels as well. So there's ways around it. There's ways to make money as YouTube as a platform without mm-hmm. YouTube even maybe even paying you too. So there's, yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a time and a place for it. For me, there's no, there's no time. There's no place for memberships right now. Yeah. The, uh, what's crazy is, you know, so I, I look at members because there's a lot of guys that do memberships on YouTube and we are, we post across so many different platforms. And my biggest thing is like, <clears throat> if you follow us on Facebook and on Instagram, you'll rarely see the same picture uh, across the two platforms, mainly because I'm like, if somebody's going to follow me on both spots, I don't want them to like what's the point in following me on Instagram if you're going to see the same thing I posted on Facebook. So a lot of times we intentionally post completely different stuff. Now, will those rotations be like, you'll see the same pictures at both places, but they're not going to be in the same rotation of scheduling and things like that. Yeah. And I look at that a little bit differently just simply because you may have different followers that follow you on Facebook who don't Mm -hmm. do Instagram and vice versa. So uh, when I post to Instagram, I automatically have it sent to my Facebook page. Uh, and, and you are getting, unfortunately, you know, like you said, uh, you know, you don't want to have the same 
content or the same pictures being posted. But I, I mean, I have it that way because it's it's simpler. I'm very yeah. minimalistic when it comes to doing posts and stuff like that, and it's hard to keep up with posting on you know three or four different platforms. All <laughs> That's the time. for sure. <laughs> that, so, well, and so so I've bought a, a a stand that has both the GoPro and the phone mount on it. And so then, you know, you're walking around the whole time uh, at the shootout. I walked around with my phone doing short videos and my GoPro running a full video. So, yeah, it's yeah you got to find a balance for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. All right. Sorry. Back to stuff here. Um, I've got some questions peppered in here for for Grant, but uh, you kind of told us earlier that I wanted him to talk a little bit about the low Fairmont. Um, and you kind of told us a little bit of the backstory on Dale, the truck. Um, but uh, you know, a little more like, ha, ha, is it all stock? Like it's stock 350 stock, 700 R stock suspension, or have you done some lowering and things like that? Yeah. So, uh, when I bought Dale the truck, it was 100% stock had the original suspension, had the original 350 and the original 700 R4. I appreciate that Vino. Thank you so much. Um, so the suspension has been lowered. It's a complete Belltech system, front and rear. Um, the engine is, it is a 350. It's not the original 350. Uh, and I did build it uh, so that it's got a little more power to it. Um, it's got the uh, double hump heads. So it should be able to produce up to 300 horsepower, mm -hmm. uh, which is probably where I think it might be running uh, at the crank. So you're probably looking at maybe, you know, two and a quarter at the rear wheels. Um, the 700 R4 is literally a junkyard 700 R4, uh, that we tore apart. Uh, it was written right on the case that it was NFG. And when, and my dad's a transmission mechanic has been, that mean no freaking know, good, no freaking good. <laughs> so, uh, dad being a transmission mechanic for 35 years, uh, tore it apart and couldn't find anything wrong with it. We put it back together and it's been running fine ever since. Uh, so there's, there are a couple of things that we want to tweak on it. That one, two shift is way too quick. Like you pull out onto the road, you're not even crossing the yellow line yet. And it's in second gear. Uh, so there's a couple of little things that we can tweak on there. Uh, but I wanted the 700 R4 for the overdrive. Uh, yep. so that I can get optimized that fuel economy on the highway. If you're, if you're cruising with it, uh, but you've also got a, uh, well geared one, two, three, uh, in those trucks too. Uh, yes. so, you know, you can still have a little bit, a little bit of performance with it. Um, it is a factory AC truck. I've still have the AC hooked up. And other than that, uh, it's, uh, pretty much mostly original, um, original paint. I did have to do rockers and cab corners on it. Uh, and I painted the tailgate. So other than that, it's all original paint. <laughs> Morsky's saying gets 18 miles a gallon, 10 on the highway and eight in town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> the the whole reason you put an overdrive in anything is because you want to drive 70 miles an hour, not 60 miles an hour. I mean, like 100%. Uh, and then Morsky said, and then you well, murdered yeah, Bambi and I with think it. Then I murdered Bambi with it, yeah. Yeah, the, the overdrive uh, is, if you're purposely building a vehicle for cruising, you want overdrive. Right. And that's what I that's what I bought yep. this truck for is I wanted to be able to take it anywhere and go yep. and not have to pass everything but a gas station. So um, and, and again, on top of it, with the with the Phytech adding fuel injection, it was kind of the same idea. I wanted to optimize the economy 
and efficiency of that truck to get where I wanted to go. I wanted yeah. to be able to have a little bit more throttle response, a little bit more power, a little bit more fuel economy, all in one package, right? Yeah. Well, and and one of the biggest reasons to do fuel injection, especially where you live, is that it's 35 degrees in the mornings. It's a crazy amount of humidity and you go out a carburetor, unless you're starting that thing every day and it's generally parked in the garage, it's a bitch to start compared to what we're used to starting now. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I'm there's, a, there's a, people that will argue that, too. There's people yeah. that will argue that, too. You know, uh, if you got a fine-tuned carburetor that's set up perfectly, you know, you can reach yeah. in there, hit the hit the choke, and, and, and it starts right off. That's fine. Um, but for me, I can put it, you know, I can start it right up, and once it's got oil pressure, I can get in it and go. Yep. Yep. I don't know if there's a carburetor out there that you can do that with. No, no, right? I don't. Because it, st- it still needs to warm up. Yeah. So, um, Badtree's asking what kind of ETs would you want to run if you did something like Drag Week or the Canadian version, Miles of Mayhem, which uh, Roy Guido did a couple uh, months ago. He was on the podcast live feed uh, just a few episodes ago. Yeah. So, before I answer that, uh, Everything is Broken Garage, the guy that I'm, I'm uh, going to be collabing with on the diesel engine for Blackjack. Him and I have been talking about something similar to that for East Coast Canada. Yes. Uh, and and doing like a, it'd be about 1,200 kilometers. So it's about an 800 mile, yeah. four different drag, four different drag strips uh, that you could hit in a one week time period. Yeah. Anyways, that's something that we'd love to see. Uh, probably a couple of years out because we're just obviously just talking about it, but it'd be nice to yeah. be able to put something together. That'd uh, be awesome. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I really wouldn't even know what to expect uh, out of, out of that truck. You know, I don't know if it's a 12 second truck or a 17 second truck. I have no clue. Uh, so before I could answer that, I'd almost want to be able to get it somewhere uh, with some accurate timing and be mm-hmm. able to figure out, okay, well, well where's my baseline? And where do I want to go? That's um, awesome. I, I, I could just simply pull a Ricky Bobby and say, I, I, I want to go fast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I want to go fast. But listen, drag and drive events, that's what people got to understand. You see all these crazy stuff running eights all week. Drag and drive stuff is about living. It's about yeah. getting through the week. Like the first one or two, just make it through the week. That's all you yeah. got to do. And then you can turn up whatever you're driving. Well, and that's just it. You know, if you're driving something that's capable of eight seconds and you're doing a drag and drive, uh, do you want it through eight seconds all day long and then drive it 250 miles down the highway? No, you want it. No. You want to be a consistent in that particular case. You might want to be a consistent nine and a half second, 10 second car yep. that you can still drive 250 miles to the next track. Yeah. yeah. Right? Dude, I'm so, telling you, it's, it's wild. Like a lot of those guys, you know, Cletus and James run, you know, they run power glides and they're running 70 miles an hour on the highway. Like, I mean, they, they don't care. You know, it's awesome to watch that, but I'm like, I can't imagine, but in a power glide to run the mile per hour out the back they do in those cars. I mean, it's probably got like a three O gear in it. So, you know, it's just, it's probably going to run 2,500, 2,800 RPM at that kind of speed anyways. Well, if you so. looked at, uh, if you look at, um, well, when, when, when they do that, that uh, Rocky Mountain Race Week, and mm-hmm. they're taking Leroy out. If you know, if you ever catch a glimpse of the the Holly, whatever it's called, dash that he's got on that car, and look at the RPM when he's cruising down the highway, like those numbers are up there. Yeah, right. Like he's yep. he's pulling, he's going down the highway. Maybe he's doing sixty five. I don't know. 
Uh, but the RPMs are spinning up at like 3,600 RPM. Yeah. Yeah. And like how it's hard to drive at that speed. Um, uh, John Wilburn, I'd like to talk to you about this a little bit. Um, Can you, I mean, dude, I'm five hours from West Tennessee. So I'd like to definitely hit some, hit some of that event. Uh, We've got, you know, the cart would be fun for that trip, uh, especially for summertime. And then obviously the old truck, I need to go, you know, there's a lot of street racing that goes on in West Tennessee. So. Yeah, and my big plan was to be able to take Dale the truck down uh, down to Atlanta to some of the C10 events, and yeah. uh, and hit a few guys up down that way, um, that I know who are YouTubers and and uh, and be, be able to take the truck. So yeah, you want to be able to drive the truck there. Yeah, get get decent fuel economy, have it reliable, and uh, I think I've got to put a few more miles on it now to, to make sure it's reliable before I can commit to any any sort of a long long range trip. Right. Uh, just change Atlanta to say Dallas, and then you just pick up Grant on your way through, and then I'll just creep right in behind Dale the truck in the old truck, and uh, and we'll go. We'll have fun. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> John John is saying it'll be announced formally by New Year's Day. So I mean, definitely keep me updated. I'm going to go uh, follow John's channel here momentarily, and uh, so I can keep that up. Uh, Bad Tree says. Uh, party is going to be lit. That's what's up. Okay, cool. I like it. Uh, all right, Roy. Thanks, dude. See you, man. Um, all right, let's back to questions. Sorry, we've been all over the place. So <laughs> we talked about future plan that kind of gives a, a rundown of that. How about what's your dream car, dude? What would you build if money wasn't an option? Or buy? What would you build or buy? Because I would buy my dream car. <laughs> I wouldn't build it. <laughs> yeah, I and I think I would be right there with you. Um you know, when I saw you, at, that, that was one of the questions in the email you sent out to us. Uh, I still have a hard time right now, you know, point, putting my finger on it because uh, the the hot rodder type guy in me says I want to go fast. Uh, the reliability guy in me says, you know, I want fuel economy and comfort. Uh, it's, it's really hard to put my finger on it. And I think if I had to pick one, it would probably be uh, a challenger. Um, yep. But... Uh, at, at what capacity of a challenger modern challenger maybe a hellcat red eye something along those lines just to have fun with i think yeah if, if i was going to put my finger on it yeah yeah just something dude those cars are made to just beat the crap out of like that's what they're built for and that's what's so much fun I, I, yeah mm. and i just wish that the i i mean no no diss against uh against chrysler or dodge or like that but I just wish that those Hemi's were a little bit more bulletproof than than what they are. Uh, they yeah. do have a few oiling issues, but other than that, I think you know to be able just to hop in one, like oh, geez, it's been ten or twelve years ago now. My wife and I rented a Challenger. Granted, it was just the V6 model mm-hmm. uh, when we were uh, on vacation in Florida, and that's where I fell in love with it. This was back in yeah. 09, so they were relatively new on the market, and we rented one. All kinds of room. I'm six foot. Two, six foot three. I can hop in that thing, get comfortable, have no problem. And I think if you have one with lots of power, fun, a stick, you know, away you go. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. Um, Bad Tree, flipping back to YouTube a little bit. Bad Tree asks, "What's your dream sub count?" Uh, right now, I'm just I'm trying to hit that 10 k goal uh, by the end of the year. It's looking like it'll happen. Um, mm-hmm. Where it goes from there. 
I'll, I'll be blessed to see it get any higher than that. Really. I, I just think that it's a, it's a fun gig at this point. I'm getting a, a couple of extra dollars a month uh, for doing what I'm doing, you know, um, and I'm happy doing that. Yeah. Um, Gary here says, uh, Hellcat, Hellcat swapped the Cordoba. I mean, let's just say like, I agree. It'd be epic content, but dude, that'd be such a fun car. Cause yeah. that car probably is not very heavy. Really? Well, it is. It's, it's actually, it's 3,800 pounds. Dude, uh, I guarantee you a Hellcat weighs 800 pounds more than that. Well, I think if you put a Hellcat <laughs> in it, the weight don't matter at that point. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, listen, burnout's an ice cream, baby. That's what it's all about. Yeah, uh, right. Drag Pack Merc, if you want to go to West Tennessee, let's go, bud. I'm ready. Let's convoy this thing down there. Uh, let's have some fun. Uh, what's everybody else talking about? Yep. Uh uh, John Wilbur saying it's it's for the YouTube community. There's been a couple of YouTuber callouts uh, in the past, and they look like a ton of fun. I haven't attended a single one. Uh, he's saying, yeah, Hellcat Cordoba would be awesome. 4,600-pound uh, car. Yeah. Uh, I would think he's probably talking about the Hellcat. And at that point, he may be talking about the Cordoba, too. <laughs> Yeah, what the so, hell, <laughs> yeah. Um, One thing that I, I will probably be adding to the quick 16 is a good question. What is a part you've broken repeatedly on a car? Oh, I, would, I wouldn't say broken, but it seems like every vehicle that I ever touch, own, smell, whatever I have, uh, I'm, I'm, I put an alternator in it. <laughs> Seriously. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, I haven't put one in the Yugo yet, but but knock on wood, I'm guaranteed it's probably going to happen sometime soon. Yeah, the uh, minute you do the Toyota swap, it's happening. Yeah, right? So, it, like, uh, Dale the Truck has had one. Grandma's had one. Um, the Cordobas have one. Even our own shop truck, the one that we use for our business, the Ford F-150. I've, I've had an alternator mm -hmm. in it. Like, I just, bad alternators seem to follow me. That's awesome. Uh, he's also asking here, what is a, what's your worst car crash with driving as many as you do? I would think that's going to be, you've, you've ruined some bumpers for sure. Well, you know what? Surprisingly, no, I I've, uh, I've never been in a major wreck. Um, when junior was first born, he was less than a year old. We were, uh, I was selling new cars at the time. So this was back in 2000. And I was driving, my demo was a Sonoma, GMC Sonoma, extended cab. Nice, yeah. So my wife and I are in the front, Junior's in the back. And like I said, he's only six or seven months old. And this kid pulls out of a gas station, right sideways in his in his little uh, Ford Exploder. And he overcorrects. And when he overcorrects, he comes cuts across the highway. Oh. And, but... I luckily enough, I got over in the shoulder and he just clipped the bumper of that mm. brand new truck. That's probably the worst crash that I've ever been in besides, hitting, besides hitting Bambi with a deer, which coincidentally <laughs> happened about, about 400 yards from where this accident happened. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've, I've never, again, I should knock on wood because I've never been in a serious or major car accident ever. That's great, man. Um, let's talk car sales for a minute, because like I, I, I'm kind of trying to stall a little bit, see if Grant's going to pop in. Maybe if he's a uh, if he's listening, we'll uh, we'll get a comment here if he's going to be able to make it. But what all what all brands have you sold as far as like when you sold new cars and and things like that? 
So new cars was uh, only at the one the one time at the GM local GM garage. Mm. So uh, that was back when GM was everything. So it was. Oh uh, yeah. We we were a full line dealer. So it was Pontiac <laughs> Buick. Who's that? That's George. Nice. Uh, Pontiac Buick GMC Cadillac. Uh, yeah, Oldsmobile, like all that Saturn, all that stuff yeah. over there. So we were selling quite a bit of stuff. Make yourself at home, Cap. Uh, so, but since then, it's always it's been used cars. So we sell yep. we sell just basically uh, uh, pretty much anything we can get our hands on. But we also will will sell the pop that what, what's popular. Uh, yep. So you know, uh, I've done a segment before on Chevy Cruises. Uh, they're a popular selling car. They do have their issues, but people love them. So we we sell them yep. like hotcakes. Man, for for a daily for a while, I looked at. Uh, I looked at cruises just to to have some, but you know what I ended up with a '93 Tercel. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, super super high quality man. Everybody in my office drives nice late model stuff. You know, here I come wheeling it, driver door broken. I climb out the passenger side. They're like, "Dude, you're the car guy." I'm like, "I know. I got to put leaf springs on the old truck, the daily trailblazer that everybody's seen me bitch about lately about GM engineers. I still got to fix it." And then the cart, I mean, it's still broke from race week. So, you know. Well, and that's just it. Like I said earlier, I don't drive new vehicles. Uh, you know, everywhere yeah. we go, and, and like everybody in my wife's family pretty well drives new vehicles. And, um, you know, my family, pretty much the same idea. And when you pull up, you just look for the oldest car in the parking lot at a family function. <laughs> that's yours. It's usually me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dude. I see. I see what Jason's driving this time of year. <laughs> yep. What's what's so funny, and I, I've tried to explain this to my wife in the beginning, was like I literally, you know, for years, I mean, I you know, I sold cars 15 years. And so, like, uh, the only time I had a designated demo was when I sold new uh, Pontiac Cadillac GM, like what you had. Uh, and we had Pontiac Grand Dams. And you could pick any Pontiac Grand Dam you wanted, you know. But every time else, we always drove used cars as demos. And – so literally I would drive something that was kind of cool because it would swap. Like people would sell it quick, you know? So yep. there was like, I think one time, like 14 days in a row, I was in something different every night because somebody would sell something, you know? Yeah. And, and like for us over here at the car dealership, like I, I don't generally drive anything off the dealership because in Canada uh, or at least here in New Brunswick, if you have a designated demonstrator, Mm -hmm. uh it, it's it's classified as taxable income oh dang yeah right? so it's just so always something yeah it's you, you got to pay for it just like you're making a car payment sometimes so uh gotcha. neither my dad nor myself really drive anything off the lot uh so that's why i have that's why i drive my own job i mean cars yeah yeah hey uh bad bad tree productions thank you for the comments tonight dude i really appreciate you coming in and uh and all the all the questions you asked all the comments you made uh it made it made a big night so i appreciate that a bunch um john wilburn asked if if you saw a kia soul at auction but had to be seen in it before selling it would you still buy it absolutely you know what i love a kia soul i really do yeah they're, uh, they're great yeah. cars man they are, and they're and they're they're a popular seller for us. Yep. And the very first time I, he's 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 asking a funny question, and I'm I'm being serious because I like these yep. cars. But for such a short wheelbase car, uh, they drive very very well. They're not choppy. They're comfortable. Uh, I like a Kia Soul. Um, yeah. I, I would even drive a lime green one like Novataz if I had to. Yeah, there you go. And then uh, Novataz <laughs> says, "Look for the lifted car." 
that's not supposed to be lifted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, he also says, Novitas says he has two Kia Souls with almost 200,000 miles. And Sophocletus, you know, that dude's got a dealership too, says, uh, you know, he, he buys Kia Souls all the time. So, yep. They're, they're a great rig. Um, all right. Well, dude, do you want to jump in? Like, let's do the last five, the fast five, and then uh, we can see where we're at from here. Sure, right. Sounds good. Fastest you've ever driven? Oh, I don't know because I buried the needle on my Cordoba and I don't know where it stops. So it, it was at <laughs> least it was at least 120. There you go. And you like you coasted and like it came back real slow and then Eventually. finally hit 85. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um when you are wrenching, are you a WD forty or PB blaster kind of guy? Uh, actually neither. Uh, we've got a great product from a local supplier called Lefty Lucy. Uh, what? And, uh, yeah. That's so gotta be, I gotta write that down. That's gotta be the best name for a bolt breaker, looser stuff ever. Yeah. So we, I use that quite, quite consistently and, and that's uh, it's a really good product. That's awesome. Novus Taz says he's been 137 miles an hour. I've been one fifties, uh, on a motorcycle. And then driving, it probably been, I mean, it probably mid 130s, something like that. I've been one, we were indicated 165 on uh, in Mexico one time in a, in a Viper. That video is on, uh, it, it's, I think it was 2019 opening day. So February 2019, look for that. We were, um, we had just crossed the border and we were running against a pro-charged uh, SS Camaro. We were, I mean, we were mid 160s, both of us on, uh, on the smooth flat roads in mexico um are you a gloves or bare hands kind of guy yes yep <laughs> that's that's I the best that, way to put it i say that because i usually start with gloves and they end up tearing and breaking like i, I yep. usually like the the trail or whatever they are um, yep. but uh, i do find there's an advantage to them uh but in most cases they just end up getting ripped and torn you're, you're washing the grease out of your fingernails anyway Yep. Yep. Uh, so my little brother just went to dinner with his wife on her birthday. And uh, so he's just popping in here saying, what's up? I saw him call earlier, but I, you know, I don't, I don't know the etiquette. Do I answer the phone while I'm <laughs> talking to somebody? I don't know. You know, Hey, hold, please let me uh, talk to my brother. Um, so I'll tell you a funny story about gloves real quick. So there's an auction house here in town and you can bid online. Well, I thought I was bidding on like what would be two boxes of 13 mil uh, gloves, large, right? And so I'm like, oh, perfect. No, dude, I get it. It's 26 boxes and I paid like $74 for all of these gloves. And it was like, you know, 500 count boxes. So I'm like, oh my, or uh, 100 count boxes. Christmas. And so, yeah, dude, I was giving them to everybody. Like everybody got a box of gloves, everybody. So I'm, I'm finally down to the last two boxes. Now I'm wishing I had not given them away. Yeah, there you go. Uh, what's, what's a tool you can't live without? Oh, a tool I can't live without. Uh, I recently bought my first cordless ratchet. Uh, oh, yeah. I have, and it's just a cheap, I don't even know what the name brand is. It's just a cheap no-name brand, but my, like, I've been wrenching on ratchets forever and I, mm -hmm. I, I hate using air in a lot of cases, but uh, anyways, that's my new favorite tool. That's awesome. So I, I just text Grant to see uh, if he's going to make it or not, just to, just to try and see how much we need to do. Um, oh yeah. So uh, project Adam ant is the MG that Steven is referring to here. 
<laughs> he was impressed at how sketchy it is. <laughs> Listen, it is such a short wheelbase. I posted a short the other day of him leaving, and it's like it has 13-inch wheels, so they're like 20 – I think they're 24 inch tall tires. It's a 373 gear. It literally will just do burnouts at the drop of a hat. Like it just four pounds of boost on this turbo four cylinder. And it's just like lights them up. Third gear doesn't matter. Doesn't care. So, um, Turlo, I don't know. Uh, that's what I was just, I, I text Grant to see at this point. I probably wouldn't think he is. It's already eight fifteen. Um, what's the biggest hammer you have in the shop? Uh, eight pound. Eight pound, dude, weak. Come on, man. You got that's that's a pretty big hammer, though. That's a big hammer. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna do some damage with that one. You're gonna do some damage with that one for sure. Uh, so I'm trying to see if I got any other notes made down here. I don't think so, dude. What uh, what should we tell folks before before we get out of here? Uh, I think that. Uh... If you're not subscribed to Narc Selectic Customs, make sure that you are because his channel's going places. And uh, if you're Thanks. watching this, if you're watching this after the fact, uh, you're going to want to be the guy that says, "I knew that guy when he was a nobody." <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's uh, that's the best. That's the best. So uh, Stephen here says, "Dude, here's here's how this this is how he would say this to me, dude." Second gear, sideways, <laughs> two to three foot flight. <laughs> like the, oh man, I wish I had a picture of it here, but literally the exhaust comes out of the turbo. It's probably 20 inches long and it's facing right at the windshield. So if it shot a flame, which I'm sure it will, uh, we've seen it a bunch. Um, and it's probably like a six or eight inch flame, or he says two to three foot flame there. Uh, I mean, it's probably over the windshield at that point. So you can only imagine being like uh, some dude that his neighbor isn't super into cars. And so you jump in this car that's like the size of a Tic Tac and then you get in and it just goes insane and shoots a flame out of the, you know. So, yeah, that's the kind of shit we're into. Uh, we always like that stuff. So uh, I do want to say Turlo's Garage is going to be on tomorrow night for the Quick 16. Um we will be recording some extra stuff, uh, some extra tidbits after this that uh, we'll be dropping on another site so I can build some content on there before I release it to the public. I'm going to I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. So we're going to talk for a second after this. I have no idea if we can like even record after this or we're going to have to start a whole new thing. I don't know. I don't know yet, but we're going to figure it out. Um, oh, Novatez says he knew you when you were a nobody, so that's perfect. I'm still a nobody. <laughs> What? Hey, Dude, you're almost nobody. you're almost 10,000 subs. Hey, let me ask this cuz this is this will give people hope. How many video views do you have per month? Uh, I don't know. I can check for you real quick. Uh, yeah. Carlos says he's going to uh, have some giveaway stuff tomorrow on the on the quick 16. So it may be it may be a quick 16 plus 3 or something. <laughs> uh, right now it's uh uh, in the last 28 days, 41,000. Dude, that's what's up. That's a bunch, man. That's a bunch. Well, again, we talked about it earlier, and that is yep. contributed to shorts. Uh, in the last 28 days, I've had two two different shorts that have one's got, well, the one yesterday went to 5,800, yep. and I got one that's over 10,000. So uh, keep keep doing shorts because that's what's going to drive views. Yep. Um, I know that you're on a goal 
to get a million views. And so am I. Uh, and, yep. you know, I'm hoping to do that by the end of the year. But unless Dude, I get that's a awesome. couple more, if I can get a, if I can get one of my YouTube channels to go viral, like that TikTok that I did a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. man, the coiner. <laughs> yeah, dude, it'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. Um, stuff with Cletus says he's doing an automotive YouTubers calendar. Uh, dude, I've put together calendars in the past. I'm in. I'm not going to show you the pictures that I put in there, but I'm in. I'm in. Jason said he's in. He'll lay across the hood of a car. He does not care. Yeah. <laughs> you tell me what color Speedo and I'll be in it. Oh, hey, now, I'm not doing Speedos. Nobody wants to see all that hairy butt crack. <laughs> uh, Turlo says his his shorts just fizzle out around 200. Um, I, I like that we're calling them shorts because it's so great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, drop your shorts. Oh, I'm uh, I'm loading shorts. Um, I'm watching shorts. Like, there's so much that's good with that. Well, one thing... Uh, if I can offer a little bit of advice to Turlo and anybody else that's watching this is uh, YouTube creators, uh, YouTube channel has a great program. I think it's four or five videos long on shorts. Go watch it if you haven't already, because it gives you some really good, helpful hints because uh, you don't know when shorts are going to take off. Most yeah. of mine do three or 400 views, 500 views maybe. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, if you're not putting them out there, you don't know when one's going to jump on that algorithm and take off. That's right. Uh, What's crazy? So keep, do, do, keep doing. Do you them. see? Do you see this as well? Like it's like normal, 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 straight up, and then flat. Like that's what mine and do then every flat time. Again. Yep. 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 It just it's like it'll have a thousand views in twenty four minutes, and then it's just like what? And just laid over. I'm like, who turned it off? <laughs> it was rocking. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure what makes it do that either, because right now I'm looking at the uh, the historical event yeah, on that like, one that went to forty or fifty eight hundred. So, like in the first uh, seven hours, it got ninety views. Yep. And then from the seventh hour to the fifteenth hour, so it, in in double that amount of time, it went to fifty seven hundred, and then now it's only gotten a couple hundred views in the last uh, twelve hours. So right. It, yeah, I don't know why it does that, and it doesn't seem like it ever takes off on the second second go round. Mm. Yeah, I, I, so I don't know if they're like, okay, we're going to open this up for a window and see, but I don't have the analytics turned on like that for TikTok to where I could get in and, or I don't look at it if I do have the availability um, for TikTok. TikTok for us, I literally just throw stuff over there. Like, I, I need to spend more time. We have a good base on TikTok, but. I just, it's annoying to me about half of it. I can't spend any time on TikTok because I'm like, oh my God, I need card content. But it's like, I end up with all these, you know, all the dudes doing funny stuff, you know, Ginger Billy and uh, what, what, uh, yeah. Catfish Cooley. So, you know, I end up watching those dudes for an hour. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll pop on TikTok for four minutes and then like, oh, shit. So Junior's about to come through the door, and I think my dog's going to take off barking here, so I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, for everybody that is listening that is not friends with me on Facebook, uh, we're fostering a dog named McGregor. Uh, he is amazing. If you are within three hours of Northwest Arkansas, I'll bring him to you. The adoption fee, I'll help with some of it. Um, 
he's a great dog. I posted a, a post the other day, but he's actually hanging out in the shop. I'm going to flip the camera here real quick. He's been laid over there on my, on my shirt for, I don't know, 45 minutes. And he just, he'll look over at me every now and then like, can we go inside yet? Yeah, it's cold. Big <laughs> so, dog on a small shirt. Yeah, dude. I, well, it's the only thing I got out here I can put him on. So, you know, I know the concrete's cold and he's laying there. He, I tried to get him to lay in the seat of the old truck the other night and he wouldn't do it. So, so anyways, all right, well, dude, hour and a half. I appreciate it. Um, if you don't tell everybody bye, we'll cancel. We'll end this one. And then uh, we're going to jump into some uh, three or four questions uh, from there. Sure. Sounds good. All right. Y'all, thank you so much um, again tomorrow night. Oh, hey, Steven said he did get videos of the flame in the MG. So we'll have that posted tomorrow. Um, I want to say thanks for watching. Tomorrow night, Turlow's Garage on Quick 16. Uh, D Brooks is going to be next week. Uh, we have um, Danny Diesel on for the long format episode next Thursday. And then I've got somebody else that I can't think of right now. And I'm sorry. I know I'll have it when uh, as soon as I hit end broadcast. But thanks, dude. Guys, if you haven't done it yet, Old Car Guy on everything, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all that stuff, make sure you go follow him. Uh, later. Bye. Cool.